Hello there and welcome back to the Chat Shit Get Fit, the fitness news where we unpack the week's biggest news in health and fitness. I'm Bill and as always I'm joined by Tom. Hello there. Hello there. This week we take a closer look at the effects of resistance training on academic outcomes in school-aged youth and we're going to be looking at a brand new systematic review and major analysis. And then we're going to look at some bonus news, swearing for pain. So should you start dropping F-bombs in the gym to push through that discomfort that does sometimes arise when you're doing a big session? Well, we've got some new data that answers that very question, but please, please wait. Don't just assume that it's going to be good news and start screaming, you know, fuck off while you're doing your squats, all right? <laughs> wait until we get to it, okay? Little, we should probably touch on this as well. We did say we we're going to focus on one piece of news a week in the last few weeks we've just been going rogue, but that's because there's been so much bonus shit coming out, like on the week yeah. of research. That's just, we just can't, like, we cannot avoid talking about it. And not only that, but for you as the listener, mm. what what are you going to do about it? What, call the podcast, <laughs> well, please? What are I'm you going to do? Now. Bit, bit passive aggressive, isn't it? <laughs> I know, but we can afford to be because literally, what can they do about it? Yeah, well, well, they can stop listening. That's what they can do. You know, but, well, yeah, but then they won't get the two pieces of news we've been currently bringing two, during the week. Yeah, the two pieces of news. Yeah, one serious, one a bit more fun. There's also another bit of bonus news. We'll say it's not really bonus news. It's more of an update on the Patreon situation. So, Tom, I alluded to this off air. One of our producers, Jenny, got in touch on Patreon. Um, she didn't snort creatine, did she? No, no, it was actually on that episode. But she's put, I enjoy, I enjoy the fact that the producer's shout out now just basically turned into a weird mix of peer pressure and insults. Now, <laughs> I'm, I, I can't, I don't want to say that's true because we are, we still want everyone listening to sign up to the Patreon. So if they think it's just a, if it's just, if it's going to result in is peer pressure and insults, then they might not want to join. Maybe they do. Maybe they enjoy that. I don't know. Listen, it's just a harmless bit of gaslighting. <laughs> harmless bit of gaslighting. <laughs> but Jenny, what, Jenny, just talk to me. Is that, the fact that you put that comment in, does that mean you did snort creatine for the aim in the name of science? Did you do it? <laughs> I mean, if we're talking about peer pressure, I'm assuming we did. Jenny, let me know. Follow up Unless with that you had to go to hospital afterwards, in which case, uh, yeah. cease all contact. Anyway, if you want to um, be a producer like uh, Jenny and Colleen and get insulted, <laughs> peer pressured or gaslit, as Tom said, on a weekly basis, head over to the show notes and click on that link and you can join them and we will do all of the above. Yeah, you stupid bastards. <laughs> there you go. Right, let's get into this week's episode. We're going to start with the bonus news on swearing. That's, that's a good bit of fun and it should be should be mm. quite quick. It probably won't be quick, it never is. Um, what we'll do is we'll start the polls that we always do on Instagram. So, you know, if you want to jump in with those, uh, engage with us, then head over to it. Why are you laughing, Tom? Because I have my own anecdotal experience for this oh, that okay. happened this right. morning. Like, I'm going to wait. You look like you had your seat ready to laugh. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't laughing this morning, but uh, I'll, I'll let you explain a bit <laughs> right, more before okay. I go into it. So we'll, we'll look at the polls on this and then we'll look at the actual data as we, we did mention. So the first question asked to you guys who follow us on Instagram was, do you swear when you work out? Now, obviously the paper we're looking at is going to be specifically on pain, but there is a crossover, of course, because you do some, not, not severe pain, but you do have discomfort in the gym. So there is that crossover. But... I asked, do you swear when you work out? Tom, what do you reckon the results were? I'm, I'm going to say 50-50. Really? Oh, God, you're fucking well Because wrong. I'm thinking of out loud. Got loads of people getting involved. Swearing in, in your own head doesn't count. That'd be interesting. Um, well, 89% of people said yes. 89? Yeah. Wow. 
Absolute potty mouths. Disgusting, vile people. Vile, all right, mate. No. <laughs> I'm really about pushing you, their Patreon. All right, let's just, just open the floor. Let's, let's talk to you then, Tom. Do you swear when you work out? Because I can uh, have a look at your polls out here, mate, so don't try and fucking lie. So I do it if I'm training in private, and I find right. it does help. I mean, we kind of know that just simply psyching yourself up and having like mm. positive talk can help in regards to training. Okay, mm. so we know like look at Ronnie Common. Okay, it's not swearing, but just shouting like having a mantra. Yeah, you know, listen to some heavy metal and saying, "Come on, Nothing you but a fucker," or whatever. Yeah. But you don't have your breath, can't you? We're not saying you don't have to like be shouting "fuck" because you do a fucking lift. You could just say like, you know, <laughs> oh, you I don't know. I've heard some strange things in the gym before. Yeah. Good point. But um, no, no. If I'm training by myself in like my house or where I used to train in my private little studio before, then yeah, I'd be screaming the gaff down saying yeah. all kinds of naughty, naughty words. But um, <laughs> in the... Con- now, a lot of the papers we've kind of looked at has also been like, obviously, it's in the context of pain. Mm-hmm. Like, does it help modulate the senses of pain? Like, does it actually make it more tolerable when you yeah. are swimming, when you're in pain? And my recent experience was actually this morning. Now, look, when you stub your toe, if you're a normal human being, what do you do? You grab your toe and you're like, oh, fuck, you know, fucking bitch fucking coffee table you bastard you're swearing under the sun it just makes it feel good doesn't it it would not work if you were saying oh fiddlesticks oh bloody noras you know it's not gonna work is it but this morning um this morning uh i was getting up really really early for a client this morning and it was pitch black in the room Mm -hmm. and uh i don't know how the fuck i did this but i basically folded up like a transformer i slipped (laughs) honestly i was like a Ikea flat pack furniture the way I bent over. I got my leg caught under the bed under and the bed. I twisted it. And as I twisted it, I fell backwards. And this was the worst part. I smacked my elbow and it's still fucking killing me now. Um, there you go, a bit of swearing. I smashed my elbow on the nightstand. Mm. Now, the first thing I wanted to do was scream the gaff down and shout and swear. I've got my kids asleep in the room next door. Yeah. So I do that horrible silent scream you do. Mm, I don't do yeah, I don't, don't make any noise. And I actually thought at the time, wow, this would feel so much better if I was actually able to scream and swear. But I was just under my breath, just going like, oh, fucking bitch, you know, like. Yeah. But because I had to stay quiet, it felt worse. Mm. Really strange how that works. Well, you say it's strange, Tom, but let's look at let's look at some science, shall we? Let's let's open <laughs> let's open the textbooks and let's uh, let's reveal some reasons why this may be the case. Uh, and obviously, a lot of you do it out there, and you might be having the same feelings as, uh, as Tom. So, the data then, what this data looked at, obviously, will be links down in the show notes if you want to get you know full eyes on. They got ninety two participants, and they put their hands into buckets of ice cold water, right, and they had to hold it there while repeating a certain word. These words were fuck, fooch, twiz pipe, and then a neutral word. So just like, it could be anything, I don't know, like cat, dog, whatever, right? Yeah. <coughs> be creative. They were then timed to see how long they could keep their hand in the ice water while saying each word. And the big result, the one that stands out, is fuck resulted in 33% longer than the others. So the swear word obviously came out on top. And what's more interesting about this is it actually replicated findings from another study, which will also be linked below, which mm. shows swearing is a distraction and increases adrenaline and other pain-modulating hormones. So this kind of gives us an answer to why, when we hurt ourselves, we tend to swear. And as Tom kind of anecdotally said, why he felt like when he didn't swear, it would have been, you know, it didn't, it didn't feel as good. 
Mm. But if he was if he was to swear, then he'd be like, okay, you know, it feels a little bit better. I mean, I actually wanted to say the c word, but uh, you know, yeah, I was going to say that's not really like, you know, I stubbed my toe. When I stubbed my toe, I um, that's what I normally <laughs> yep, say. Same. That's the first yeah. thing I go for. I mean, nothing beats fuck, but the c word is like that's yeah, the ultimate uh, painkiller. Yeah, the ultimate painkiller. At least it depends on what kind of like where you're from in the world. I think if you was from the US, the c word wouldn't have as much impact. Do they even use that there? A little bit. I mean, they've said it in Sopranos a few times, so I'm assuming so. doesn't have the same impact as a no. Cockney. But I just want to say that paper we mentioned, I have to give credit where credit is due. Twizpipe is possibly a new favourite of mine. Yeah, Twizpipe. I'm going to start saying it now. Oh, you bloody Twizpipe. Or I might actually combine the two. I might say, oh, you Twizfucker. <laughs> you Twizpipe. Or I might say, fuckpipe. <laughs> you fuckpipe. That's a great point. Fuck you have a like this. Yeah. I mean, if I shouted that in the gym setting, though, that might be a bit weird. Twist pipe fuck nuts. We can I have there's probably, loads of combinations with this. Oh, there's loads of combinations. I've, I've, listen, I've been googling piss pipe. Um, piss pipe is literally a thing, now, isn't it? Piss pipe. I mean, this be, is uh, <laughs> some that I googled from the US, but there's Boulder Dash. Boulder uh, Dash. Oh, okay. William Shatner. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine screaming that out because you've dropped yeah. the plate on your foot. William yeah. Shatner in the middle of uh, the gym. Corn nuts. Meh. What? Dag nabbit. I like that. <laughs> Dag nabbit. Barnacles. Barnacles. And uh, poo on a stick. Poo on a stick. Yeah. I wonder I if I type in creative mate, UK curse words. Some of those are proper noncy, aren't they? Like if you're oh, saying God. those. <laughs> some of ours are a bit more vicious. Yeah, well, yeah obviously. Purpose, actually. Go on. Yeah, we've got Bellend. Yeah, classic. <laughs> Bint, which is a classic one. Uh, blooming, of course, Blooming, a bit of tradition there. And you can combine the two, Blooming Bollocks. Yeah, Blooming L. Yeah, Cobblers, Codger, Crikey. Oh, there's a C word. Nice. Yeah, as loads you could do. Duffer. <laughs> <laughs> you, you fucking duffer. I've never heard that before. I like that. Duffer. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's true yeah. though. Like, if you know, if you watch um, any Guy Ritchie film, like the, when oh, they yeah. swear in that, it's just so much more powerful, so much more funny when they oh, swear to all like yeah. Cockney fuckers, aren't they? Like, um, it was funny enough, it was actually my mum that described it best. But when she was comparing how the Americans say it compared to the, you know, at least Londoners, proper mm. Londoners, there's a lot more venom behind it when we say <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, there is. It's, it, it's yeah. like a, it's like a gunshot. Yeah. The venom behind a good old c word from a cockney. Mm. Yeah, you can't beat it. I mean, we've got a lot of American listeners, so if you are listening, yeah. guys, and you've got any more swear words over there that we don't, we're not aware of, or maybe you want to send us a, send us a voice note of your best swear word, maybe that'd be quite fun. Uh, t- in 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 their defence, I find that you know certain words in you know certain dialects from their accent sounds better than us. So I think it's better to say motherfucker if you're an American. Mm. It sounds too polite when I say it. Yeah. Oh, motherfucker, you know. But when an American says it, once again, more venom behind it. Go on then. You know, leave Give the C example. word to us. What, me? Yeah, go on. Motherfucker. No, with the venom, the American venom. Oh, yeah, motherfucker, you know. Kind of like That's very stereotypical. Very, very <laughs> Pulp Fiction-esque. Yeah, you know? I know what you mean, yeah. You're just thinking of Samuel Jackson now, aren't you? Motherfucker. You, you literally had Samuel Jackson in your head, though, as you said that. That was you? in my mind. <laughs> just yeah. Samuel Jackson saying, you mushroom cloud, motherfucker. Yeah. 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 That's a good point, yeah. Difference, isn't there? Yeah, cool. But anyway, that still stands, guys. If you are listening stateside and you want to send us a voice note with you doing some swear words, that'd be great because then we can play them. I've got, a, I've got a laugh at one thing. One of the studies we mentioned here, they did say yeah. that, so yeah, Swearing increased increased pain tolerance and increased mm-hmm. heart rate and decreased perceived pain compared with not yeah. swearing. However, swearing did not increase pain tolerance in males with a tendency to catastrophize. So basically, 
if you're a pussy, no amount of swearing is actually going to help you. <laughs> if you're a pussy. <laughs> yeah. Going, oh, oh, motherfucker, you've hurt yeah. me. You know? Yeah. It's like, no, no, you've, you've got to mean it. <laughs> you've got to mean it. You've got to be angry at it. So to summarise, if you're in a bit of discomfort, maybe a little swear word under breath might help. Yeah. Crack or louder. Or louder, yeah. If you really want to, you know, make an impact. Guys, we'll move on to the next piece of news. And this is kind of, this was going to be the main piece of news. And this, well, it's time to talk about kids, really. That's that's really the only way to, to say yeah, it. Yeah, I've already brought this up with you before the podcast Why? That started. That is literally what we're about to do. That is, you could have worded this in any other way, except, oh, time to talk about kids. Sound like but we are about Kevin Spacey. <laughs> Kevin yeah. Spacey, you got a kid, actually. Thank you very yeah. much. Okay. In my opinion, it sounds like <laughs> Kevin Spacey. Yeah. There you go. Okay. See what I did there? God, we're, we're, I'm surprised we've not been sued yet. Kevin <laughs> Spacey. We throw. Yeah, <laughs> we're not about everyone. We fucking throw so much shade. Anyway, talking about kids then, um, Kevin aside, we're going to look at the polls. Okay. <laughs> we're going to look at the polls now. It's better than Kevin being inside. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. I'm here all Ooh, night. Motherfucker. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> Moving on. Question number one in the Instagram polls was, do you slash will you encourage your children to lift? Tom, what do you think these, what, what, what do you reckon the result was? <coughs> Sorry, I can hear my missus laughing next door from my Kevin joke. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry, what did you say to poll? Um, yeah, not Kevin. Get Kevin out of your head. Well, what, what was the question in the poll? How did we was, word this? Do you slash will you encourage your children to visit Kevin Spacey at Christmas? Oh, no. No. <laughs> I wouldn't. You wouldn't? No. Particularly not this Christmas coming. No, it's too soon. Oh, to be fair, it'd probably be the safest time to do it because he's got to lie low. Yeah, he's got to lie Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll stop that before we get, before we get cancelled. Right. Um, the actual question was, do you slash will you encourage your children to lift? Oh, yeah. For sure. But, I mean, what would you reckon the percentage was? Oh, yeah, I think like, overwhelming, overwhelming, yeah, yes. Yeah. 95% of people. Who the fuck was that 5%? Well. <laughs> don't say Kevin. <laughs> I don't think they actually put, up the next one was why, but I don't think the people who said no actually put why on there. Um, mm. Right, cool. Okay, so we'll go through some results then. Oh, yeah, okay, these are some pretty good stuff here. At least that is some good stuff. So children copy their parents and learn their behaviours. I get a little buddy and it encourages them to be disciplined and work hard for what they want. Plus learn that bodies aren't what you see in magazines or show social media. Reduce the negative impacts of socials. Yeah, okay, yeah, just trying to basically show that, look, you can go to the gym. Different people go to the gym, different shapes yeah. and sizes. Um, and yeah, I, I like the thing about children copy their parents and learn their behaviours. Mm. Getting that early exposure. If we look at it, like stereotypically, I mean, I might get some slack for this, but if you look at the parents... The kids normally resemble them in some in some way. Yeah, because it's the environment, isn't it? The environment, yeah, exactly the environment, yeah. So having that attitude is obviously quite a good one. Obviously, there's a reason why some, pe some people won't do that, and we'll come on to that, but I think that's a good more sort of mentality to have. Yeah, 100%. Um, <laughs> the next one's completely rogue. Mikey coming in because daddy didn't raise no pussy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah. I thought it would be along that kind of uh, line. Yeah. <laughs> Love that, Mikey, mate. <laughs> yeah, fair enough, mate. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, can't um, argue with that. <laughs> and another one here. Don't plan on having kids, but to follow up, if I did ever have kids, I absolutely would encourage them to lift. That's good. Mm. That's good. So they know, they, they know that it's... Um, yeah. So they're obviously all positive. The people who said no didn't get in touch, but... 
to be fair, they, we've actually that's quite a good response because we have spoke about this topic before on a few occasions, and I'm hoping that the people responding may have heard those episodes, and that's why they've got yeah. the safety of children. Yeah, the safety resistance of training. training. Obviously, if we look mm. at the data that we're going to be looking at today, it is based on sort of cognitive ability. So it's not really we're moving yeah. away from what we've previously we spoke about injury risk we've spoke about all you know performance you know fitness health whatever um so go check those episodes out i think there's one in the myth series i think yeah. i think it's um i think it's called let's chat myths and it's something i think it's i think it's literally called kids um, let's chat kids knowing you <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah no me probably a bit fucking noncy but no but there's one in the myth series um and then there was i think it was in the news at some point one of the episodes, basically. Yeah, we we spoke yeah. about before. Just go listen to all the episodes, and you'll hear it at some point. Um, but this is more on the side of brain gains. Yeah, academic achievement and stuff. Yeah. What we we'll do first before we dive into this, the study came to our attention from a Mister Brad Sconfeld, and he put a post out about this. Um, and the comments are worth a little look at. I think. Yeah, um, some of them are great. <laughs> yeah, if I pull these comments up, right? Okay. This is this is the first, I love this. This is such an appeal to like this is this is. Appeals Authority Family Edition. So, if a growth plate is damaged, even by something as a simple fracture, the bone will stop growing and can change shape, resulting in a deformed or short limb. My husband's a doctor. Probably better tell your uh, pediatrician how much your kids lift. Growth plates are sometimes easier to injure than ligaments and tendons. No one bats an eyelid, though, if it's damaged in football, no. tennis, mm-hmm. rugby, playing tag. And spoiler alert for the previous podcast we spoke about, we actually discussed how by doing resistance training, you're actually building resilience in those yep. growth plates as opposed yep. to something like another sport. We're not saying, you know, other contact sports are bad. We're just saying that there's just as equal risk there when you're a yep. kid. You know, there's just just as much risk. Um, but in, in actually, you can actually adapt and build that resilience by doing resistance training. So in, in theory, you should probably have a le- lesser risk of damaging the growth plates by lifting weight. As long as under yeah. controlled manner, of course. Same same principles apply as if you're an adult. You don't yeah, go exactly. and give a kid, like you're not going to smash fucking 100 kilos on the bar and tell them to start <laughs> start ripping it out, yeah. are you? Like when they've not even done it before. So As long as they're at an age that they can understand instructions, you know, crack on with it. Just find a entry point to it. But yeah, like as we kind of said already, like in previous episodes and literally just two minutes ago, like you can damage your growth plate. If we're specifically talking about growth plates, you could damage those doing any kind of other sport. You know, things that parents would not bat an eyelid at, you know, but suddenly because it's weight training, it's seen as inherently more dangerous, which it isn't really. Yeah, absolutely. Let's get jacked kids. All right, let's check your hard drive, mate. <laughs> At least you're saying jacking off the kids. Yeah, I know, right? Absolutely. There's loads of emojis going on there. Some made a comment of simple correlation or causality. Um, I think it's basically both, isn't it? If we look into yeah. it, as we'll talk about. I mean, when when I first saw the, the title, mm. the title of the paper by itself, the first thing that popped in my head was that quote from that Greek philosopher, and I'm paraphrasing, but it was about how a society shouldn't separate its uh, scholars from its warriors. Yeah. You know, and that's the first thing that I kind of thought of. I thought, well, this is very, um, this is very Warhammer 40k. <laughs> and I was all over it as soon as I made that um, pairing together. This is also an interesting comment that was made. So 
someone put there are still people who believe that weightlifting will stunt children's growth loads of people liked it obviously a positive comment and then someone underneath put would you let your kids under 10 lift weights though yeah um they responded with body weight exercises uh, machines cables and small plastic dumbbells with my supervision yes um I think I think you can go a bar. I don't think you have to limit to small plastic dumbbells. I think you can no. get on a barbell. Supervision, I think, yeah, I think you should super, like as a kid at the end of the day, like yeah. they probably still need supervisor in the case to start going rogue. There's plenty of kids there that are like, you know, pulling fucking Mate, 30, 40, 50 kilos. I've seen kids kilos. doing like 70 kilo cleaning jerks. Yeah. Which is absolutely insane. Yeah. Like a like a young girl doing 70 kilo. I was watching it thinking this is this is mental. Yeah. But it's absolutely fine. It's mental, but it's great. It's great, yeah, it's great to yeah. see. Yeah, It's great to see. That's a good point. Someone put, there's no difference between weight training and gymnastics strength training, and the latter is done to five-year-olds worldwide. Yeah. Yeah, gymnastics is obviously done heavily for kids, and that you could argue that's like... Yeah. I mean, I know, I'm, I'm going, I know I'm going to the extreme side of fins here. If you look at what they do to children in Asia, in like when, with like the... The, the, oh, the, the monks etc <laughs> yeah, where the, that okay the now, that is actual child abuse yeah you know where they're stepping on their legs and making them cry and forcing them into these well, positions mate, as we've established earlier like in the last i think in the christmas special we mentioned it they're all on drugs they're all sniffing lines and fucking abusing kids by themselves god can you imagine what the program is like there blimey <laughs> programming yeah. yeah but no i mean like um most of the comments were positive most of the comments were positives and the like yeah, ratio that, was yeah. good as well on the comments where people were saying, you know, the whole injury thing is basically a myth. Yeah. So that was kind of good to see, yeah. Okay, so remember that comment I mentioned earlier, the one about the, she goes, my husband's a doctor. She did respond to someone. So someone put to that comment, resistance training is safer than most other sports regarding growth plate injuries in young athletes, example, running, gymnastics, dancing, climbing, etc. Main driver is high volume, high velocities and repetitive stress. Resistance training can reduce risk of growth plate injuries in kids because they spend less time um, doing their sport. Please stop sharing outdated information. She then come back and said, gosh, we ain't that old and outdated. Parents can talk to their doctors about it because kids will be kids. When you tell them not to do stuff and leave them alone at home, they will still do stuff. That was our takeaway from the lifting discussion. Yeah, but what I don't understand what... I think she just went a bit off topic there. Yeah, I think, yeah, a little bit off to basically, yeah. Um, that, just. But yeah, like, um, I mean, I'm not sure if the mechanism for injury could be pinpointed to something like, oh, high velocity, et cetera, as far as I'm aware. Um, maybe I'm wrong there. But that person is right in a sense that when we look at other modes of activity, you know, weight training in general, per 1,000 hours of participation for adults and children, you know, or adolescents even, it's actually much lower compared to other sports. Once again, talk about things like running, etc. Someone made a point about defined school age, late primary, middle school, early high school, and then someone put studies as young as six with no risk. Uh, the only thing that needs to be checked is the ability to follow instructions, and I think that's quite important, isn't it? The ability yeah, to follow instructions. Follow instructions is fine. Yeah. If they can, yeah. it shouldn't be an issue, yeah, as long as you can supervise them properly. Um, let's actually look at this data then. That, that was the responses on the post of the sharing of the study. Uh, I've already mentioned the name of it. it was basically when I did the intro at the start. It was the effects of resistance training on academic outcomes in school-aged youth, a systematic review and major analysis. Nice recent one. Um, key points from this one then. Um, resistance training interventions have a small positive effect on the academic achievement and on-task behaviour uh, in school-aged youth. 
um, resistance training was more effective than concurrent training. Mm. So concurrent training would be if you're doing both. I don't know if you were to have a game Aerobic, of football, cardio, yeah, and a game of football into I don't know a weightlifting session, maybe yeah, back to back sort of thing. Okay, we did speak about concurrent training in a previous episode. Um, if you look it up, it will be there somewhere. Can't remember what it's called, but yeah, it's, it will have concurrent training in the title. Yeah, um, and then higher levels of muscular fitness were associated with greater. Oh my god, what's happened here? What have you done? There we go. My little screen fucked up. I'll read that one again. Higher levels of muscular fitness were associated with greater performance in tests of cog- uh, cognition and academic achievement in school-aged youth. So basically, if you had more you know, muscular fitness, you perform yeah. better. Um, and they, they were really the things that stood out. Essentially, what I'm kind of getting from this is, is it just more supporting evidence for kids to hit the gym? Yeah, pretty that's much. Kind of what, that's kind of what Take I'm thinking. Take resistance training as well. Yeah. I mean, um, with like... Um, physical education amongst kids anyway or i'm gonna say adolescents actually because kids could be teenagers they could be juniors whatever there's this massive importance put on like the aerobic side of things which is great and that's fantastic yeah but it's shied away from the resistance training side of mm. things so it is nice to kind of see like a, a benefit that shows actually you no know, this is more dedicated to resistance training that we've seen these cognitive benefits um one thing that did interest me in this paper is that one of the strongest relationships they found in regards to a benefit with muscular fitness was actually mathematics. Yeah. So their mathematics improved in regards to this. And I was thinking, like, I wonder why that is. Why mathematics? And I realized, well, how it's, it's to do with um, resistance training, right? Rather than concurrent <laughs> oh. training. Yeah, it's to do plates. with the bloody rep counting and the weights, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah, rep, yeah, rep ranges, sets, plates. It's got to be. It's yeah. got to be, hasn't I it? I forgot you know, the bar here. The John, John, how much on the bar here, mate? Let me just do a quick bit of maths. <laughs> Guess what? You might not have been able to count to 10 before, but now that you're yeah. doing sets of 12 reps, mm. you've added another two numbers to your repertoire. You know what I'd like to see on this, Tom? An AMRAP. No, not an AMRAP. Is, is the <laughs> difference between male and female at kid age? Because I think you'll find a, a lot smaller number of young um, girls doing resistance training than you know, boys. Hmm. Because I feel like when you're growing up, this is not the thing, is it? You just don't often see. I mean, you don't see that many youngsters doing it anyway. But when you do, it's normally like groups of boys, isn't it? Like teenage boys. Yeah. It's very unlikely you'll see a group of teenage girls going into the gym and doing resistance. They might do when they get older. Yeah. And they get more confidence, maybe. But I feel like that's something that'd be interesting to maybe look at. Yeah. Re- to see the, the kind of gender difference. Yeah. To see the levels of participation in resistance training um, at a, what was the way they did at a school-aged youth. Yeah. compared between male and female, because I feel like there would be a big difference. Yeah. I mean, who knows what the future holds. I mean, the stigma of, you know, adolescence and resistance training is starting to lessen to an extent. Yeah. So who knows what uh, research is going to bring to us within the next decade. But I think as we, if we echo something we mentioned in the previous podcast on this is that when there are, when you, you've got a child growing up, I feel like it's important just to let them sort of explore different yeah. activities and find what they enjoy. And that's a really important thing. Obviously, we're saying, yeah, resistance training is great. But if you find, if you start forcing them to do resistance training, they're going to yeah, probably grow it. to resent it because they'll be like, well, you know, you know what children could be like, especially you, Tom. They'd, they'd like to be rebellious. 
especially as they get older. So if you're saying you need to do this, you need to hit the gym three times a week, they're going to be like, oh, fuck off, yeah. lad, fuck's sake, you're boring now. <laughs> they're not going to want to do it because you're telling them they have to do it. Whereas if you just say to them, oh, go, go give it a go. If you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. And then go to another sport. And they might yeah. come back around and go, you know what? Out of everything I tried, I actually enjoyed going to the gym the most. And then there you go. They might start going often. Um, exactly. It's, you know, it's, it's nice just to give them a little tiny push mm-hmm, yeah. and encourage it, but not yeah. be one of those domineering, you know, <laughs> yeah. Uh, what was it called? Those those beauty pageant mums, yeah. <laughs> basically, where you know now that the coins flipped, and this time it's about forcing your kids onto a, yeah the squat rack. Well, that's a very common <laughs> thing, isn't it? People trying to live through their kids. They think, if they, <laughs> yeah. no, do you know what I mean? If they didn't make it in an X Y Z sport <laughs> or activity, they want their kids to do it because they feel like they missed out. So they yeah. kind of then almost living through that <coughs> that glory, if that makes sense. I, I, I shouldn't laugh. But at the same time, it's quite funny when you picture it. So usually it's, uh, oh, you're, you're living for your kids by making them be pop stars or whatever, yeah, yeah. you know, or being, I don't know, a cheerleader or something along that lines. Now it's like, no, 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 I need you to squat this 200 yeah, need- kilos. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's true. Do it yeah. for your dad. <laughs> he starts screwing over. Nothing but a peanut. Like, wait, yeah. <laughs> Nothing but a peanut. Just go. Your son, your son or your daughter is absolutely hanging out their ass. Like, <laughs> exactly. Spines ejecting. They're like, oh, fucking dying underneath a back squat. And you're just shouting. Like, wait, you're no <laughs> son of mine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. Chucking them out the house because they, I don't know, you know, didn't beat their last one rep max. Yeah. It's ruthless, isn't it? Some of the, some of the. Uh, I know that's some get... terrible abuse I'm picturing in my head. It's not really humorous at all. No, it's not funny. It's quite bad. Yeah, but you've got to laugh about these things. You've got to laugh. Exactly. Yeah. The world's fucking. I mean, it's all fucked hypothetical anyway. scenarios in my head. Yeah, the world's a mess. Let's just fucking laugh at it, eh? Yeah, might as well. Might as well. Go yeah. down with a sinking ship. <laughs> right, guys. Um, that's enough about kids. <laughs> Sorry. To... That's what Kevin's lawyer said to him. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we're not talk. We were just talking about a friend of ours called Kevin. No Kevin yeah. in particular. Just a friend of mine called Kevin Smith. Um, yeah. yeah, that's the one. <laughs> Kevin Smudge. <laughs> Kevin Smudge. Yeah, yeah. Call him Smudge. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Love Smudge. Love Smudge. Yeah. Love Smudge. Yeah. It's great. Lives in, seven. Spa- lives in space. Um, yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> okay, guys. We'll uh, we'll wrap this up there i think i think there's anything more to say as i said we have spoken about this um topic before reference uh kids and training so if you want to go back into the archive have a listen to some of those i'll try and mm. dig them out and leave them linked below so you haven't got to go try and find them um look down the show notes check out the links to those also while you're there check out the patreon join it and we can also gaslight you into doing what we want and that'd yeah. be a really good that'd be a really good week for the podcast i think very successful it would be yeah yeah Building our own personal little army. Yeah, right, little army. <laughs> little army. <laughs> yeah, funding us to do all sorts of shit. Slowly all but surely. Absolutely. Of course, guys, thank you to everyone who's listening. Thank you to all the Patreons. And I'm just going to echo what we said last week as well before we before we uh, wind up for the week. Rate and review the podcast. I have noticed some reviews coming in. Uh, ratings, sorry, not reviews, but I've seen some ratings coming in for uh, various platforms. Very much appreciated. Mm, so join you. in and get that fuzzy good feeling. That we are going to be so happy that you've given us a five-star review. Or maybe a one-star review, I don't know. I just realised I'm nodding away forgetting that this is actually a podcast and not actual TV. So, yeah, I, I am actually agreeing with Bill, just silently. Yeah, yeah silently know. agreeing. 
Yeah. So yeah, guys, head over to your platform of choice, whatever that is, and leave a review if you can, if your app allows you to. If not, leave us a little rating. It helps with the exposure of the podcast, which is always nice, isn't it? More people can hear us chat shit and hopefully they'll get fit as a oh, title. There you go. Sort of lose to. Uh, with all that being said, have you got anything to say, Tom, before I uh, say the little ending bit? Uh, nothing major really just so these were like two little mini interesting topics to talk about Um, the pain one doesn't surprise me at all in regards to swearing I think it's a natural reaction yeah you know and it does feel good to just swear and let off steam when you hurt yourself well it's naughty but I do find that in regards to exercise and training and fitness like um, you know I do find that swearing does help as well if you're psyching yourself up as I mentioned earlier, we know that positive self-talk, you know, can fire you up for a lift. So I don't see why swearing would be any different. And yeah, in regards to like the cognitive benefits of resistance training for kids, like it's just getting better and better. We, we've been given more reasons as to why you should actually introduce your kids to other modalities of exercise other than just football. Mm-hmm. Nothing yeah. wrong with football. Nothing wrong with that. But yeah, nothing wrong with football. But we're talking about weightlifting here. Yeah, a real sport. <laughs> a real sport, folks. Be a real man. You know. Oh, God. Right. Or, or female. Jesus. Right. Let's right. nip this in the bud now. Kevin, Kevin, Kevin doesn't like those. No. No, he doesn't. No, he don't. <laughs> I was being very specific. Who? <laughs> yeah. Okay, it's I'm ready to nip this in the bud. It's been a pleasure as always. And we will see you next week. Same time, same place for some more The Kevin News. See you soon. And see you soon.